Welcome to Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Join us in a sex-positive awakening adventure to help create a sex-positive world. Become part of a movement and start living a sex-positive lifestyle free of sexual shame and guilt. Adult Bedtime Stories is a Raven Slayer production. Adult Bedtime Stories is a show dedicated to bringing sacredness back to our sexuality and to learn about everything sexual. Allow the beautiful sexy creature within you to emerge. Each week the focus of the show will be on a different sexual topic designed to enlighten you so you develop more fully as a sexual being. This is a sex education that you didn't receive in high school but should have. Imagine for a moment that we could change the world and live a sex positive lifestyle. In our sex-negative world, the process of socialization teaches us to feel shame and guilt around sex. By adopting a new set of attitudes and values around sex, we can view sex with a new understanding, which is accompanied with positive emotions and the attitude that sex is a sacred act. I am Lady Boy Chi a sex expert, a life coach, and a sacred harlot. My life vision is to create a sex-positive world through adult education and BDSM performance art. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Adult Bedtime Stories. Tonight's episode is on spiritual aspects of BDSM. BDSM can be a scary thing for a lot of people when they first encounter it. At first glance, BDSM appears to be about pain and loss of control. One may wonder how BDSM can be spiritual or have spiritual aspects. Actually, BDSM holds a lot of paradoxes. What is first perceived as pain transforms into erotic ecstasy. The submissive has the ultimate control in the scene with the use of safe words. Some of the most profound spiritual experiences known throughout history have roots in some form of BDSM activity. What is a spiritual experience? What is sacred? For the purpose of this show, I'm not exploring religious experiences as spiritual. Rather, I define spiritual as a process of connecting with energy. The ancient Greeks came up with the concept of animate. That which is animate is something that is self-moving. We, as human beings, are self-moving. It is the energy within 
that provides us with the ability of self-moving that I define as spirit. When we interact on the level of the spirit, we are experiencing a spiritual experience. Our bodies are more than just physical form. Our bodies house the spirit. By this definition, I consider each person is sacred. When we interact with one another at the level of spirit, we are connecting and experiencing a spiritual experience together. Throughout every known religion, there's always been a subgroup of every religion that practices some form of BDSM to achieve a higher state of spiritual enlightenment. Examples include Christian mystics who practice self-flagellation, fasting, and sleep deprivation. The Native American Sundance ritual is another example of reaching spiritual ecstasy through BDSM-type practices. One type of spirituality which is not often thought of in that way is ancient Greek theater. In the theater, the audience did not observe passively like in modern theater, but rather became involved with the play. Especially during tragedies, the audience would pound the floor with their fists, pull their hair out, and agonize with the presentation as the tragedy unfolded. This process provided the Greeks with an appropriate avenue for expressing their darker emotions. They called this process catharsis. In our modern culture, BDSM provides people with an appropriate avenue to achieve catharsis with the darker psychosexual part of ourselves. Role-playing, emotional edge play, and bondage all provide an excellent arena for exploring our darker psychosexual nature and reaching catharsis. I'd like to talk a little bit about the power of role-playing a scene. When we role-play a scene, like in theater, the actors personify characters and project part of themselves into the part they're playing. In role-play, we are able to project part of ourselves into the role, experience or re-experience physical and or psychosexual trauma, and bring about a healing process. In role play, we can relive past experiences, recasting the original trauma, but with a positive outcome. And in the process, we empower the inner child, healing the wounds of once being powerless, innocent, and taken advantage of by others. There are many ways that roleplay can be used in BDSM to bring about healing. Sometimes we need an outlet for many of the darker parts of our nature. In modern society, we're taught to stuff away all negative feelings and, to some extent, to deny them. Through roleplay, we can allow an appropriate avenue for expressing and releasing the monsters lurking within our psyches.
I'd like to talk a little bit about the material world and the non-material realm, because we are kind of edging into the non-material realm here. While we all live in the material world, we also have the non-material realm at our disposal for use when we choose to enter. The non-material realm is the realm of fantasy, dreams, trance, and magic. In a very real sense, theater invokes the non-material realm for each of us. As we watch a performance, we enter into a world of make-believe. We become the hero, the villain, or any other character depicted on stage and we can identify and experience what they are experiencing and portraying on stage. When we play a BDSM scene, we invoke the non-material world and make believe not only for the people playing the scene, but also for those observing the scene. This is one of the elements of theater, to give a sense of reality to things that are make-believe. As we play our roles, we are transporting our fantasies into a type of reality. Each person involved in the scene is playing a role. Like in theater, as we get deeper into the role we play, a part of us becomes that role. It becomes a part of our identity. We project ourselves into it. Thus, the fantasies we play out in our minds become transformed when we play them out in the scene, and we become empowered as an agent of change and transformation. The non-material realm is also the realm of the spirit. In many ancient cultures, the spirit realm was reached through many different means. Some of the means could include one or more of the following, trance, psychotropic drugs, sleep deprivation, enduring intense pain for long periods of time, sensory deprivation, and many other means. The objective was to be able to enter into the realm of the spirit. Through BDSM play, especially when the play scene becomes intense, the submissive starts flying in the spirit realm, or in subspace and that Dom not only guides their journey, but is also able to ride along. Similar to role play, edge play is an excellent way to bring about catharsis. In emotional edge play, a past trauma, current fears, and or other darker emotions are acted out, utilizing many different techniques, which can include age regression, power play, and power exchange. By utilizing these techniques where we can relive the past experience or face the current emotions that we wish to face, like fear, we can experience a state of consciousness that will help set us free. With an experience guide, we can be brought to a new outcome which brings healing empowerment, and catharsis. Ritual, experience, and habits are several ways to establish neurological pathways in the brain. 
You may wonder, what does neurological pathways have to do with all this? Neurological pathways are basically the way we take repeated functions that we perform and set them up as automatic functions. It's a kind of autopilot within the brain. An example would be driving a standard automobile. When we first learn to shift gears, work with the clutch and gas pedal, and try to coordinate all this together, we had to concentrate on every action as we were first learning it. But with practice, after a while, we no longer have to think about what we are doing when we try it. What has occurred is that we have established a neurological pathway for driving and shifting gears. Rituals act in much the same way at a neurological level. When we establish a ritual, repeating the behavior over time, we have created a neurological pathway in the central nervous system. We do not have to concentrate on routine tasks, but rather can focus on the more immediate task at hand. By setting neurological pathways, we can get into the headspace and the mood to facilitate the intent and accomplish what we have set as our present goals. In BDSM, when we ritualize preparing for a scene, getting dressed in fetish wear, laying out our toys on the table, and staging the scene, we shift into the headspace of playing the scene without concentrating and without a lot of effort. By the time the scene starts, we are primed and ready to go. It does take time to set up this kind of neuronet pathway, but once it's set, it helps provide us with more energy and focus on the scene at hand instead of concentrating on the preparations and completing the warm-up process. Shifting into a headspace conducive to BDSM play is central for the scene to take off and be successful. Setting up neuronet pathways helps to get us into the right headspace quickly and with little conscious effort, thus ensuring that we have plenty of energy for the scene. While we've been talking about ritual a little bit, I'd like to stop for a moment and just ask, what is a ritual? What is the function and purpose of ritual? By establishing rituals, as we perform them repeatedly over time, it helps us get into the proper headspace in an automatic way. Ritual is more than this, however. When we perform ritual, it also can provide a pathway to the realm of the spirit. There are many different types of rituals. Some are more focused on spirituality. Others are more focused on mundane situations. In a BDSM and in sexuality, ritual can provide a vehicle to prepare us for the sexual and or BDSM experience. Ritual plays a large role in the arousal process as well as preparing us for giving or receiving intense sensations. And think about it. Each of us has our own personal rituals we use 
when we prepare to go out on a date. I'd like to talk a little bit about endorphins, neurological wiring, and the arousal process. When we become erotically aroused, we enter into an altered state of consciousness. When erotic pain and intense sensations are added, our bodies release endorphins. Our neurological system becomes a little bit more hypersensitive and we become hyper-aware of touch. With an experienced guide, once we reach a state of being, we can be led to out-of-body experiences, spiritual experiences, into higher states of consciousness. One of the vehicles of reaching a higher state of consciousness is the use of trance. By entering into a trance state, we open ourselves to the spirit realm. Often people enter into trance states without realizing it. If you have ever been driving and become lost in thought and suddenly realize that you are close to your destination without noticing where the time went, then you've been in a trance state. When one meditates, one also enters into a trance state. While trance states can help us in our mundane life, for example, when driving a car, they can also help us in other areas. And I would even go so far to say that trance states are central to achieving spiritual consciousness. When we use BDSM techniques to reach a higher connection to the spirit realm or have spiritual experiences, it is in part using our abilities to enter into a trance. One of the amazing things I have discovered is my ability during a play scene to transform pain into erotic ecstasy. In part, it's a function of working around the rational part of our mind, and in part, it is using trance to reach a higher state of consciousness. Reaching a trance state can sometimes help us overcome taboos that have been laid upon us from an early age. Often taboo is a means to control sexual behaviors and other behaviors within a social system. I'm not talking about a conspiracy theory here, but rather a means to restrict sexual behaviors and other behaviors which occurs probably through social evolution. Sex-negative social conditioning is also related to taboo. In BDSM roleplay, we can break free of the bonds of taboo and sex-negative conditioning. It can be challenging to open these doors, but the rewards are sexual liberation, sexual spiritual consciousness, and sexual enlightenment. It does require experiential learning as well as some academic learning. Power exchange. Power exchange is a key concept of BDSM scenes. When play partners exchange power between one another, the scene can take off. Power exchange is also a key ingredient 
for bringing spiritual elements into play within a BDSM scene. When we exchange power, synergy can occur. Synergy is defined as the total power that becomes greater than the sum of each person's contribution of power added together. During a scene, when spiritual elements come into play, many things can happen. Out-of-body experience, healing, flying, and many other elements can occur. I've achieved states of consciousness that have no words that can describe the experience accurately, nor reflect the true essence of what transpired. I've experienced a connection with energies at a direct conscious awareness. I've experienced the here and now, the moment. I've experienced a complete stillness with thought and my own mind talk. I've experienced being both inside my body and outside my body all at the same time. I've experienced paradox. It's a direct connection with my play partner, a complete trust, a complete power exchange, and a connection with all that is and all that exists. It's about passion, surrender, control, being totally present with oneself and with one's play partner. These are the spiritual components that can occur in a BDSM scene. I find that in everyday life, far too often, my rational mind gets into the way of truly experiencing a deep spiritual awareness. In a BDSM scene, for both the submissive and for the dominant, we move into the realm of paradox. We shift from the rational side of the brain and the rational thought processes to the intuitive side of the brain into more intuitive thought processes. We move into our spiritual form. We become alive at the level of the present. We become fully self-actualized and connect with our self-actualized partner. And it's through this power exchange dynamic that this is all made possible. Subspace. Subspace is the experience that submissives reach when they are flying in the scene. When people are in subspace, their consciousness is at a different place than during their more mundane existence. It's similar to the headspace we reach when we are experiencing orgasm. During an orgasm, often we are fully in the here and now. Sometimes we become totally focused on the experience. We have no awareness for that moment of anything else. We arrive at a similar place when we reach subspace. Dominants can ride the subspace. They can ride along with the energy of the sub. As your submissive starts to fly, you will often feel the power and energy that is taking place in the submissive from the dom's perspective. I've often connected with the submissive that I'm working with. A part of my spirit rides with them, and I become aware at a higher level. Writing subspace is in part a power dynamic and a connection with another human being. 
which occurs through the energies that are transferred when we touch. So I'd like to talk a little bit about the power of touch. When a human infant is first born, human touch is critical to life. An infant will die without human touch and human contact. Science has not been able to identify what transfers when humans touch one another, but it has been proven that it is necessary for life in infants. As we grow older, touch is no longer necessary for continued life, but I think it is necessary for both emotional and physical health. Without human touch, we tend to contract disease and become emotionally unstable. Unfortunately, we live in a touch-deprived society. Get into any crowded elevator and observe how people are standing. Notice the tension levels rise as the elevator becomes more crowded, and people tend to shrink into themselves as more and more people get into the elevator. It's like you're allergic to touching. Erotic touch amplifies the energy we transfer to one another through touch. In BDSM, intense sensations charged with erotic energy become a powerful force. Through erotic intense sensations, we transfer powerful energy to one another. This leads to the concept of power exchange within a BDSM play scene. Like any other activity, we need to learn and develop our bodies and our minds for BDSM and sexuality. Practicing and working PC muscle exercises go a long way to prepare us for better experiences. Learning about BDSM techniques, the anatomy of the sexual body, psychosexual dynamics, and many other skills will improve our ability to reach a deeper understanding of the spiritual aspects of BDSM. Learning tantric techniques and Taoist techniques will provide insights into the energy exchange that occurs between play partners. Domination and healing. BDSM spiritual play is essential for understanding and facilitating our role as a dominant. BDSM can be a powerful healing force. While we can utilize other techniques, there are times when BDSM healing is one of the better methods. There are many dark areas in the human psyche that can only be fully reached through a BDSM scene. Think about the effects of living in a sex-negative culture on a child or an adult. Often the inner child will remain unempowered and afraid. Through BDSM roleplay, the inner child can be healed and empowered. Often when playing a scene with the submissive, they will need your expertise in spiritual BDSM and the healing aspects of BDSM, even though they may never realize that these forces are present. And I'd like to bring this show to a conclusion 
with know yourself and your intentions. Knowledge is a key to understanding. I've spent many years studying human sexuality, sacred sex, and BDSM. In the process of learning and experiencing, I've developed a deeper understanding of myself. I've come to know myself at a very deep level. This knowledge is in part knowing at a rational level, but even more, it's knowing at an intuitive level in a creative level that defies rational logic and thought. This type of knowledge reaches a level of realizing paradox. Intention is a basic part of all spiritual experience. By setting a clear intention, we provide ourselves with a roadmap in the spirit realm. The same applies in BDSM scenes. The intention can be as simple as experiencing a new level of consciousness, or it can be much, much more complex. By setting an intention at a conscious level, we enter the play space with guideposts. I'd like to share a little bit more of a personal note. I was physically and emotionally abused in my childhood. When I came out of high school, I was a wreck. Through many BDSM role-playing scenes, my inner child was healed and empowered, and I discovered how to fully empower the hurt child within. Today, I'm emotionally and spiritually healthy. It was through BDSM that I discovered healing when everything else fell just a little bit short. And so... The spiritual side of BDSM can be a very powerful force in our lives. It takes studying and learning and really coming to terms with how we work as human beings. And it's through role play and BDSM scenes that we can really reach a transformation. And if you think about it, BDSM is all about play. It's how adults play. It's called role play for a reason. And it gives us an opportunity to explore parts of our nature and parts of ourselves that we don't have other avenues in our society to explore and develop and grow. And it's through the process of reaching catharsis that we can empty the bottle that we've been stuffing and hiding all these negative emotions away in. And that in itself becomes such a powerful healing force. It releases and releases in ways that's hard to describe. But unfortunately, if we keep all that stuffed in and keep stuffing those feelings, those negative emotions, Eventually, the bottle fills up, there's no more room, and it comes out in inappropriate ways. So through BDSM and the spiritual aspects of BDSM, we can release all the negative stuff through role play and through catharsis. And then the genie can come out of the bottle. And so I end this show tonight with a few thoughts 
Would you like to experience the spiritual side of BDSM? Would you like to explore and see how you can become more enlightened? Visit Raven's Lair. We have training films to discover a deeper understanding of BDSM roleplay, human sexuality, and other products to help you become more sex positive and learn how to live a more sex positive lifestyle. So this ends tonight's show. And with those thoughts, have a good night. Explore and reach your highest potential. I find it interesting that adults in our culture are not provided with informative sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to an adequate sexual education and how to pleasure each other. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me in developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions you have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier. So explore everything sexual.